bit of a short one, but only because of how little there really is to talk about it. I just want to do an entry on this because I know that it's definitely like a, I want to say maybe a guilty pleasure of mine for this film, but I do really, really love the concept. And after reading a little bit about it to make sure I was talking relatively correct when I did the entry, Circle from 2015 does come with a little bit of inspiration from the 12 Angry Men storyline, which was um, made into two separate movies, one in the 50s and one in the 90s. And that concept is fantastic. I love the 1957 version of 12 Angry Men. And that's probably one of the reasons why I love this film so much, too. So there isn't really much to talk about, essentially, for this film. Which is why this will probably be really quick, but for Halloween purposes, it is still like this sci-fi horror thriller type movie. And also, don't get it confused with The Circle, with um, Emma Watson and Tom Hanks, that come out, comes out like a couple of years after the fact. No, that that's this is just Circle, alright? This isn't a film that went into theaters. This isn't a film that, like, got a lot of big publicity. This is just a film that might have popped up on one of your streaming services within that year it was released. I remember finding it on Netflix, but I've also seen it on Amazon Prime. When I used to do my YouTube channel, um, If Flicks Could Talk, I talked about it very highly in a video I did during um, the Halloween season for that as well. And I just figured I'd do a quick entry on it for... The podcast for this little diary that I like doing because I just love this film so much. And like I said regarding um, other entries, this is just one that I usually watch, you know, often. Even though I've seen it before, I watch it often because I also watch 12 Angry Men pretty often. That I think, you know, most people will probably sit there and be like, well, how, like, how often do you actually watch 12 Angry Men? I watch 12 Angry Men at least once a month. I don't watch Circle that often, but being that I can kind of see in my research that the writers and directors um, had the same inspiration and just gave it this like sci-fi horror twist, I was really appreciative of that, and that's why I find um, a lot of enjoyment in this movie. So Circle is essentially about 50 people who just wake up in this dark room, and, the, and they're positioned in a circle in circles, hence the name circle. And what they learn slowly but surely is that one of them dies every couple of minutes. I think it's like every every um, 60 seconds, somebody dies. Now, what they start to learn is that they get to vote on who dies. So as long as they vote for like just one person, only one person dies every 60 seconds. That's essentially what the game sort of is. If they step out of the circle, they die. If nobody votes, somebody random dies. So no matter what, every like 60 seconds or every 90 seconds, somebody is going to get killed. They don't know how they got there. That's never explained. The movie just kind of starts. They're in the room. They wake up and they, they are just going along with it. They are discovering what it is that's happening. The other thing I also like is that there really isn't a main character because of the fact that slowly but surely characters you might be getting attached to are dying and dwindling down to these different, you know, 
personality types, you you lose track of who you might be following and who's doing what and what the overall essential essential um, character would be to focus on. There really isn't time to do that. So what I appreciate about with that as well is not only is it very few people you would recognize. They're all basically kind of side character people or or um, uh, actors who only get like these simple roles that nobody really remembers in most things. I don't know anybody that's really attached to this um, because it's like a straight to stream kind of thing. But it's it's just knowing that you don't really recognize anybody as an actor. You Then you don't know who to really put the focus on. When you don't know who to put the focus on, the focus goes to whoever is kind of talking the most. And even if there's somebody talking the most in three people... <laughs> That person will eventually die because that's what happens. It's this, it's this play, this this toy on on humanity and how we turn against each other. And you put enough people in a room, eventually they're going to start teaming up and forming alliances almost. And they want to like like um, make it where they're the survivors and nobody else survives. Everybody's going to be thinking that, and you got a whole room of people that are thinking that. So when you have a whole room of people thinking that, eventually, you know, you're going to lose. And it keeps going and going and going until all 50 people are essentially um, dwindled down to just one. But you don't know that as you're watching it. As you're watching it, you don't know when they're going to stop. They just keep going. Now, the big ending, the big portion of the ending for me that I appreciated was that it got down to this one middle-aged dude, you know, maybe an early, early 20s dude. This little girl and this pregnant lady, they're the last ones. And so they're sitting there and they're coming up with this idea and he's and this guy is trying to like speak to this young girl and trying to discuss with her, you know, what they should do because the pregnant woman should be the one that, you know, survives. Or if any I think it's that, you know, he'll kill her and then the little girl will kill him and then the mother will survive. And that's sort of, you know, what, what it is they're, they're, um, they're going for. Now, what he does is he turns the tables on her and he winds up having it. We, there, the two of them die and he's the one that survives. And then you, and then you realize that throughout all of the conversations happening throughout the film, he's the one that's really poking the fire the most so as he's poking the fire, causing all these other people to kind of die so he could be the last one, it's it's really this play on how, how manipulative this dude actually was from the get-go. When he seemed like the most reasonable and logical one of them all, and really, he just played them all. And then not only did he play them all, but then, like, the circle plays him because it's like there's still two people on the board he's like what do you mean there's two people i'm the last one alive but no the pregnant lady's unborn child counts so then he has to decide whether or not he kills the baby even though the mother's already dead and it's just that moment when you're like holy shit you didn't think they were gonna do that and then they did that and and fuck like it's not the most high-quality budget film, but the story is fantastic, and just it all leading down to that road is just phenomenal. Now, 
I say that I like that part of the ending because of that twist, because of that, like, like psychological mindfuck that they put. But right after that is where it really goes downhill, because then you discover that it was really aliens, and they beam him back down to Earth, and he joins a group of another bunch of people that apparently were also doing the same shit, and they were picked as being the ones to survive. And then they look up in the sky, and there's just dozens of these circular ships that are apparently doing the same shit. They're just running this test on humans. That, to me, was a little stupid. I could have gone without that. I could have had the movie wake up with him maybe being alive somewhere, and there'd be no explanation to the circle. Maybe that would have maybe appreciated it a little bit more. Or if they wanted to make it where the circle was something a little drastic, something better than how it ended would have probably made me like the ending a bit more. But I'm okay with taking the journey that that movie takes me on to deal with how much I actually don't appreciate that ending. And to me, it's 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 a it's a Halloween staple. You know, I watch the movie at least once a year uh, during the Halloween season because I do appreciate it. I think it's a great film. Um, simply from the standpoint of how simple it is. And that's why I like 12 Angry Men too. And when I read that these two guys who wrote and directed it, when I read that they um, took a lot of their inspiration from 12 Angry Men, I had a lot of appreciation for that at that point in time. And now that even that, that made me appreciate it even more so as well, because not only does it pull from that, it also just pulls from my love for good storytelling with with simplistic um, uh, plot devices and simplistic environmental elements, you know, things that can tell you a story without good, big explosions and really doing a lot with very little of a budget. Because there's definitely a very small budget for this film, but it is so worth it. I love, I love Circle of Death. I really, really do.